What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Coffee and Van Chats on the Out of Collective. My name is John Kroom. If you haven't already, please make sure you hit that subscribe button. Leave us a review as it helps us out quite a bit. And uh, if you're new to this podcast, welcome. Make sure you say hey at the Out of Collective on Instagram or at John C. Kroom or at Adam X. Just let him know that he sucks and he doesn't know how to ride a bike and he can't climb and that John Kroom might even be a better skier than him. We don't know that yet either. Um, but anyways, thank you guys so much for tuning in but on this week's podcast we sit down with alex yankalesco who is a speed skater by trade but is kind of moving over to cycling and so we sit down and we chat with her about cycling and how she's kind of diving into the cycling world and why she's diving into the cycling world also we chat a little bit about her career as an athlete she's an olympian that's pretty badass not a lot of people can say that they're an olympian we also dive in to the more taboo side of her uh She's on OnlyFans. Uh, she is an athlete on OnlyFans, and that is how she pays the bills uh, in some regard. And so, yeah, we sit down and chat about what that's like, uh, the judgment that comes with that. But honestly, make that shit socially acceptable. Fuck it. I mean, if she's that's how she makes her paycheck, that's how she makes her paycheck. So we sit down, we chat with her about that, and it's pretty cool um, and that she's super open about it, and we can have that chat. But anyways, let's go ahead and dive into this week's episode, enough of me shooting the bullshit. Uh, but first, let's hear a quick message from the sponsors, and back for another episode is Sierra Nevada. Guys, just raced this weekend, and it's been super hot here in Pennsylvania, but I've been cooling off with their Hazy IPA. You can even buy their little things pack which uh has all kinds of good good beer in it but uh i'm i'm that guy that picks out the green skittles in the skittles bag and uh hazy little thing is my little thing that i go to so make sure you check them out at sierranevadabrewing.com that's sierranevadabrewing.com thanks so much sierra nevada brewing for sponsoring this week's episode and sponsoring the last few episodes we really really appreciate it also back for another episode is thefeed.com guys if you haven't already please make sure you go check out thefeed.com you can get one gel you can get one bar uh you can get 10 different styles of gels and from 10 different companies. And so you can test them all out. But uh, with Leadville and all these big races around the corner, you're going to want to make sure that you get your nutrition on point and you can get all your nutrition from thefeed.com. And if you use our link down in the description below, you can get 50% off your first box. So make sure you go to thefeed.com slash vanchats. That's thefeed.com slash vanchats. Get 50% off your first box and uh, or just go to the link down in the description below. And uh, yeah, you can even get uh, freaking Normatex, man. So go check those out. All right, let's dive into this week's episode. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Coffee and Van Chats on the Out of Collective Network. I'm sitting here with Alexandria Young Colesco. Um, she's a speed skater. She's a cyclist. Um, I would say you're an influencer. Does that count? Is that a weird thing to say? You're an influencer. You are on OnlyFans, and that's that's a hot topic. And I can't wait to dive into that because I'm so intrigued. And then, um, yeah, you're just an all around athlete. Like, I think what's really funny is cause I look at your content and I look at like what you put out there and it's like, you could easily be like one of those fitness people that also do like the diets. Cause you also have like those pretty acai bowls that you take pictures of. It seems like daily, like your life. And, it, and I, 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 this is actually the first question. Is it, is, is Instagram versus reality true? Because I feel like everything you post on Instagram is like you in some like off off the grid beach location you're the only person there and you're eating some dope ass acai bowl innovative um so, 
first off hi thanks for having me on <laughs> yeah no worries <laughs> yeah i always uh, do these so, crazy intros you got to be prepared i'm coming in hot i'm now i'm ready because <laughs> jet lag is still i'm winning over jet lag so i'm yeah. gonna answer as best, best as i can um i do take pride in actually whatever i post on instagram is not edited it's not it's just like there and it is what it is in the moment and yeah. so when i am on a beach eating an acai bowl i do take a picture and i post it um and it's not like i have all the bad shit too and i really like posting about that stuff too because then it kind of balances it out because it is not makes all, you like, human just, yeah yeah makes you human. we are and like most people hide it but like i love that i went through all the crap because now i can help other people through my posts yeah sweet so let's let's just go ahead and dive into it so you started out as a speed skater and like we chatted about before like i saw your name pop up and i think you probably did what every eager athlete does especially when they're transferring sports because i've had like rowers and other people that transfer sports they go to every single coaching company they can think of and they start like putting out feelers of like hey can i do this can i do this do you think i can do this and um you because you're making the transition into cycling but i want to talk you're an olympian like you went to the Olympics, which is like not many people get to say, like you're even smiling, just me saying that you're an Olympian. Okay. And so not many athletes can say that. And so what, like, where does that even start? Like, how do you, how do you get into speed skating? You know, you speed skated for Romania and Canada, right? And so yeah. like, how does this even, how does that Alex begin? So baby Alex was put on skates when she was two. Uh, okay. in Romania and I also started skiing and playing tennis at two as well so then I grew up doing both we immigrated to Canada when I was 10 and then when we we're unpacking I saw this box that had medals in it and I was like what is this and my mom's like oh those are my speed skating medals and I'm like what's speed skating so then we long story short I signed up with the local short track uh, club here in Toronto where we moved to and I won my first age class competition. Fast forward, I was 15, moved to Europe um, to train with her old coach. So she basically was en route to go to the Olympics in 1988 for Calgary, but uh, her parents being university professors said, uh, education's first, you're done skating. And so she yeah. would have won, but then anyway, that energy was transferred into what I was doing. And so I had full support from her. Um, emotionally mentally whatever because financially it was really crappy because she basically raised us as a single mom so it wasn't and i bet, I and I bet there's everything. like buku's a box in speed was, skating <laughs> yeah and uh so then i trained with her coach in romania came back got it yeah then i started i skated for canada for i guess i don't know like a long time and yeah you then, were like junior national champion and that was in romania well, I, I was I'm, Canadian national champion in, well, in the point system in the 500. Yeah, that's what I see here. Um, the thousand. That was my best year. But yeah, it's a it's a long story. And looking back, I w there's only one thing I would change, but I wouldn't really change much about how I got to where I am now because of who I met along the way and how it all progressed. Yeah. And so I guess my thing is, where's the transfer to Romania? Like, because you have two passports which mm -hmm. is dope by the way. Cause like, I think that's every cyclist's dream. Like if I could have a European passport, that's all I need in life. Like that's you what could. I want. I know <laughs> I could, and it would just take time and I've got to figure it out. But 
the that like to me is like the dream if you're just like oh yeah i was you know i was born in romania and then you know this that and the other and like as kids you know your parents set that up for you that'd be awesome but i guess my thing is is why romania like why did you decide to go full gas romania and not canada so i went full gas canada and i was really fortunate to have in 2012 i was actually going to retire because i plateaued and how it happened was um my one of the guys working at the oval his name is greg planner uh used to be a national team coach for canada and he came and i told him i was going to retire and he's like give me one year to work with you um currently he still works as the competition director at the oval and so he basically like creates the world cup program um everything for all the races in calgary where i was living and training and i knew of his past and how successful he was with Katrina Lemaidon, Susan Ock, uh, Tomomi Okazaki, a Japan skater who all three were on the podium in 1998 in Nagano. So I said, okay, I'm gonna give you one year. From one year, he brought me from 14th place to first and second on the Canadian ranking system. Wow. And all through coaching me through his vacation hours because he was like, you can't afford to pay for anything. Like I was young. He's like, he would show up, he would take like an hour of his lunchtime and just come downstairs we'd skate training we went to japan for six weeks um basically learn how to be an athlete and that's when i learned how to be or what it takes made the canadian national team traveled team canada uh to world cups as a senior skater which was my biggest dream since yeah i think i told katrina lamedo in 2002 when she signed like a photo for me i was like yeah. oh, you Canadian team? and uh then things started getting a little complicated like they do in every sport and only now like in 2022 everything's coming out with all the other sports and it just I switched to it's it was actually Greg's idea he came to me one day and said if you want to go to the Olympics you're gonna to have to switch to Romania because what had happened was in 2017 I was the fastest woman that qualified for world uh, sprint championships in Nagano or not sorry 20 2017 2016 2016 it was christine nesbitt myself and shannon rempel mm-hmm. and they did not send me because they didn't like that i had my own coach and that mm-hmm. i hadn't officially gone under the umbrella so first greg came to me and said okay you need to go with the canadian national team i took you as far as i could now it's the next step blah 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 i really missed having a team i'm full-on like a team human i work really well individually but i love when there's people around me that are faster because then I want to chase them. But then I also like helping others. So that was a okay, case time. Yeah. yeah. Then I went with the national team, but they kind of left me in limbo and didn't really place me in a group for six months. And so when I jumped in, I got burnt out within two months because the volume that they were training at was way too intense. And I jumped in like when they were already like really high. So that's when Greg was like, Hey, you want to go to the Olympics? you've got to switch. And I didn't really want to, because I had a negative experience with, it's just different in Romania. Um, yeah. Is there a team like in Romania or is it like, I mean, and, and please don't, please don't get offended by me saying this again, you're an Olympian, but is it like, there was that one girl, that skier girl, have you seen this where she, she's American and she like, um, I want to say, was it the Cayman, oh. not the Cayman Islands or Barbados or something like she had some sort of like Caribbean Island 
citizenship. And so she then went and skied and she did the freestyle and she she, literally, yeah, yeah, that I'm not saying that you did that, but like, I think she was the only person there from that country at the winter Olympics. Yeah. So so, is Romania speed skating? Is it like, like, is there a lot of people? It's just not as deep or like as Canada. I mean, I don't know, like, cause of the foundation or what? Uh, they used to have a great team. Uh, when yeah. I was skiing with them in 2007, uh, we had a few Olympians like Claudio and a bunch of girls. And then it died because there was no money and funding. And those guys were all over 30, considered old, retired, now coaching. So when I came in, they didn't have anybody. But so we always had one spot. So I trained and qualified. But to qual- it doesn't matter what country you go, even in skiing. So it doesn't matter what country you skate for. It's not an automatic in because in speed skating, it's based on time. So you still have to yep. be top two fastest in the world and go on time. So had I not skated the time I skated, I wouldn't have gone. It still so wouldn't have mattered. Fast enough to qualify. Uh, so it's not like you don't qualify the country, you qualify the name. You qualify the, uh, you qualify the country and then it's whoever ranks. So let's say you and I skate, mm-hmm. you qualify the first and second spot, but then at nationals, I get the first spot, then I go and then like, or. Ah, uh, okay, okay. So there's a process kind of <clears throat> for World Cups where you qualify your spot. But in this case, I was the only skater. So I literally had to skate for my life. Okay. And so, and so, yeah. And so you go into speed skating, you're doing this, you're kind of, I guess, what's that like being at the Olympics where you're kind of like bittersweet about it? Like, I mean, cause I'm coming at this from an athlete mindset, right? And I'm thinking like, I love cycling. I really do. But if I had to switch where I feel yeah. like I've been grown and raised and like, I've always wanted to be a part of something. And it's like, I've won national titles where people have gone, oh, well, that person wasn't there. Or this person wasn't there. Mm-hmm. And like, you just got to go because of X, Y, and Z. Like, did you have to battle some of that shit? I had to deal with people that totally turned their back on me because they thought I was a traitor, which if they knew the story, yeah. Um, which they did later on, I think they wouldn't have done that. It was kind of, I knew who my people were at the beginning and I knew I still had uh, actually quite an overwhelming support from the people that treated me as a human that were like, we understand, we just like you as a person, we want you there and it didn't matter. But even to this day, when I say, everyone's like, oh, so you skate for Team Canada. And it's, I'm so proud to be Canadian. (laughs) Like it's, yeah, you know, and I'm proud of where I come from and where I'm born. The one thing that maybe I struggle with a little is when I say it is because of the way Romanians are viewed all over the world. Like you, they think you're like a gypsy and whatever. And so that part. That's probably my ignorance of, because like, I didn't even so much kind of think that because I'm just like gypsy, what the fuck's a gypsy? And so, cause, but, I'm, one, cause I'm like tanning, but. <laughs> but then again, I'm, I'm just an idiot. So, um, <clears throat> but yeah, no, that's, that's crazy to me. And so I think that's really interesting. And so, then let's let's kind of get to you now how do you go okay uh 2018 olympian cool dope life's awesome i'm living in europe i take awesome photos and now i want (laughs) to jump into i want to i have i have a cool life and now i want to jump into a sport that's probably just as if not more expensive because i don't i guess i don't know speed skating well enough because it sounds like if you're going to do a training camp in japan for six weeks that's got to be pretty expensive and i'm like trying to do the math like those speed suits probably aren't cheap just like our skin suits aren't cheap um mm-hmm. the 
the skates probably aren't cheap just like our shoes aren't cheap you know like there's probably there's probably a lot of expenses but i'm thinking of bikes i'm thinking of flying with bikes i'm thinking of flying with multiple bikes especially in track cycling so why on earth did you go i want to be a cyclist okay so i'm going to tell you a not so long story short story yeah so 2018 um okay i was in a really bad emotionally abusive relationship for six years okay after 2018 i'm going to give you the full story no do it that's what the podcast is for (laughs) content (laughs) and uh in 2018 i came home from the olympics i ended my relationship just walked out and I was like, okay, hey, I remember moving. And this to is your Korea. partner, right? Like, it's not like a coach or something like that. It's your partner. No. Okay. Like, right, right. Yeah. Like, follow, follow, follow. Thought that that was it. Um, and knew it wasn't along the way, but just couldn't leave because I was so much younger and mentally yep. not strong enough. And so, anyway, so I, I remember being at my new house and I wrote, I started writing things down that gave me joy because I was at the point where I was so depressed from, you know, not having performed at the Olympics. Like, I could have, if, I did everything the right way, relationship, a bunch of stuff. And I said, okay, fresh start, let's go. What makes me happy? And for some reason, cycling was the first thing. And so then I ended up moving to Vancouver because I said, well, I can only turn left. May as well try track. There you go. And moved to Vancouver, had the best to this, to this day, the best year of my life, best year and a half. Fell in love with cycling. Um, I got to hand it to Thomas from Musette Cafe, who literally it was like the first time I wore a matching kit because before I was buying that like cheap stuff off eBay like the white with the rainbow stripes like I would never wear that now no you got to do what you got to do and here's the thing this podcast is about normalizing professional cycling kit I think it's so wild how everybody else you know can wear their favorite team's jersey and go play football or go do whatever and it's like we go out and we wear Peter Sagan's jersey we look like a bunch of jabronis right and i I'm putting my foot down. I'm putting my foot down. If you're a fan, be a fan. I think like that's the reason why we struggle with sponsorship, but that's a conversation for another day. Anyways, continue. And so Thomas <laughs> from the cafe, um, cause I was so broke. I still am. He was yeah. like, here's a kit. So you're matching. Just come on in some group rides. We, the music cafe writing team was created. It was people of all walks of life, doctors, everything. And then there's me. And then I fell in love with cycling. I started really liking it. I liked that it wasn't a training camp where we had to do, like, it was fun. And so you could just go ride. Yeah. We went to ride and then we went for Rattlers after. And it kind of became this community and culture that I totally never had in skating because in skating, the girls are so mean. And you, you think, like, <laughs> but it's like in every sport. And I'm yeah. old enough now to look back and just, I just shake my head because. I never fit in. Like I shaved my head in grade seven because I wanted to look like Sinead O'Connor. I had no friends. Yeah, that's okay. I really like who I am today, and I would have, I would not change that for anything. Anyway, yeah. Um, and so I started liking cycling, started racing, and then I started missing skating again. And then I moved back in 2019 to skate. So then I put cycling on hold. Uh, I moved to Europe because of COVID. We had no ice in Calgary, and then I was like, you know, then it came. Like my heart was like okay, you need to be on a bike again. And so in training, I'd started going longer than the training program would say. I would go with the boys. I would find, yeah, it's bad. I worked in a bike shop for four years. Like I have a bad obsession. Yeah. I talk about equipment all day. I don't know. I'm looking for friends that 
are like me and that's why I'm moving to Girona in October to ride with guys and I can geek out about bike equipment stuff and so yeah, Jesus yeah like if you if you need to move anywhere it's Girona or Andorra like I mean that's yeah. where it's gonna be so but I want to race and I know I'm not done with my athletic aspirations to put it yeah that way and I don't know for some reason in cycling I just feel more aggressive and I know I can achieve more than I maybe did in skating because I'm confident in how I ride a bike yeah and I've never had coaching in it like I don't know I just it came from training and I just love it like I don't know I just truly truly love cycling like I don't care if like I love climbing it's really fucked up because my body is not made for climbing right now no and, and I, I don't literally will climb and I'm like oh this is so great <laughs> well, I don't know what it is with Canadians like <laughs> <laughs> they have you know you got what's his name vincent de hater i think that's i don't mm-hmm. know butchering his last name um yeah, him. Okay, you got you got you got kelsey mitchell i mean even jackie boyle um another sprinter i think all came from like different sports and like different backgrounds and like just fell in love with cycling and so C- canada does a really 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 good job at opening up with welcoming arms and not being judgmental of somebody and what they're doing and, and where they come from. So I think if you're going to do it anywhere, Canada's the place to do it because this is a very pretentious sport. Just as you said, when you were like, Oh yeah, you know, I bought the ones with the rainbow stripes and I got made fun of or whatever, you know, like that's an experience that you had on its own. Right. Um, but anyways, I guess more or less. So what's, I guess, you know, we chatted about this a little bit before the podcast and, I guess what's a goal for you? Is it is it the Olympics? Is it cracking into the into the national team, or what? What do you kind of see coming out of cycling? I guess because you are right. Like it's it's. I mean, you were trying to crack in not into like one of the most welcoming programs, but probably one of the most competitive programs on the women's side of things. It's like, what what are you? What, what what's your goals here? So, my goals come in like sets of five usually. Yeah. I, cause I don't know. I just try to aim. I'll try. I just think of something that I want and then I see how I react to it. And I think about how happy it makes me. And then I go after that. So the first goal is Canadian national team Yeah. because why not? And yeah. then I'm going to spice it up a bit because I don't think that's going to be enough for my brain. <laughs> um, I want to be on a pro team for road. Yeah. I know that it's totally different. And I know that things have to change. My body has to change. It's already changing. Like I'm, my thighs are slowly not touching anymore, which is great because now I'm going to definitely drop my phone in the toilet. <laughs> okay. Third goal. Um, well, the Olympics is always a goal, but I don't want to just, like even in skating, I didn't want to just go to the Olympics. I wanted to yeah. perform. That just didn't happen. So I should, I don't, I don't know. Like, I mean, I know what they are. It just sounds weird to say it out loud. Well, I think, but, I think um, it's okay to say it out loud. I mean, I think it's just like, and, and Hey, like, yeah, they do listen to this podcast, you know, it's like, yeah, and I love it because I think it's healthy competition. And I think it's always like, we need more women in cycling. Like I was riding with a bunch of dudes the other day and I'm like, we're all the women. Like there were seven women and I think like 1300 men. Oh, Jesus. and an Austrian I'm like what the hell and we need more women and I'm a huge advocate for like getting young girls in sport because I coach speed skating yeah for so many years and I just it's so important that we have like a healthier balance 
So um, yeah, I want to compete. I want to challenge who is out there now. Like, why not? Like, I, it's the same in skating. Like, you always have the same people, but like, it's always nice when someone new comes along. I am I gonna do what I want to do? I don't know. We'll see. Like, yeah. something can happen. Um, I just want to try. Like, I know I'm not gonna show up at nationals in September this year because that would be such a dumb move to just like look like I just learned how to ride a bike. But um, I'm gonna work hard and one day show up and see what I can do. And in the meantime, I do have a great support system in Europe. I have a team. Um, I'm really lucky to have my manager. Alex was a former pro cyclist who has like all the connections, like his best friend Owens Canyon and a bunch of other people that are involved. And I'm lucky to have the, not the fast track, but like to have met the right people now that I needed to get to where I want to go a bit faster. So I'm not kind of like a deer in the headlights looking for, Oh, like, no, that makes a big difference. Cause it's like sometimes, and I don't know about Canada because it sounds like they're pretty welcoming, but sometimes you will get led astray or people aren't going to tell you, Hey, you needed to make that turn there. You needed to talk to this person here. Like they're, they're not going to do anything that hinders their performance. Um, and long story short, but, um, yeah, no, that's, that's cool. And so I guess, you know, diving into sponsorships, diving into money, diving into all this, we get to talk about the meat of this all. And that's the OnlyFans. And, and you're not the only, you're not the only person I know that has an OnlyFans. I have another, I have another friend who is in OnlyFans as well, but where yours kind of like you promote it a lot more. And then on top of promoting it a lot more, I remember like, we followed each other. We were talking about track cycling or whatever, and you had some questions and I gave you some answers and whatever, good luck. And then you posted something and you literally went from like 6,000 followers to like 23,000 followers or something crazy, like overnight. And I was like, holy cow. And so what has that been like? Like, have you, I guess let's start my first question. I'll take one question at a time, John, one question at a time. where did you decide because there has to because even my like even my wife or like my wife's friends have jokingly been like i should do that like you think i mean, can i do it i do it and so like i know some guys on there and i'm like oh my god you should not be there you would make a killing so what do you do like how do you decide like all right i'm gonna do this because you have to like i and, and again don't take this wrong but you were probably like crap what's my mom gonna think what's my sponsors gonna think like hmm. what like what is the national team going to think? Like, what are these people going to think? And so like, do, how did you just decide I'm going to go all in? Just fuck so, it. So a year before I went in, I created an account and then I got frustrated. I was, I don't know what it was and what was happening. I was like, I'm not doing this. Cause then I started seeing, all I saw was like, not porn, but like every time I Googled it, I was like, Oh no, this is not what I want to like, promote myself. And then I, realize that you know some of these people there because I was what I was going to say was oh no I have morals I'm not going to do that but that's not the way it is because some of these women that are out there literally have like three infant infant children at home and they have to find a way and maybe that's the only way they can make money so I don't want to put sure. down at all it's not about morals it's not about oh I can't do anything else fuck like I speak five languages like I have a degree I have a real job like yeah I know I can do whatever I really actually want to um and then a year later, a few of my friends were like, 
and people on Instagram that like the guy that stole my car in Holland, he's like, haha, you should be on OnlyFans. I was like, haha, no. Um, a bunch of people were like, why are you on OnlyFans? Like, cause I was posting just, I don't know. I like my body. Like I like yeah, my yeah. Butt, whatever. And like, they're like, you know, people pay for this. And I'm like, ah, whatever. Like, I'm not going to sell photos to people. Like that's so weird. And so I was in Tenerife with my best friend with Hannah and, uh, I started it there. I said, okay, let's do it. And I was really nervous because, and I talked to my coach, my mom, everyone about it. My mom so was you, like- So you passed it with your mom? So the photos I actually post, I run them by like my committee, which is like my mom, sometimes my sister and a couple other people. I'm like, is this okay? And they're like, yeah. Or like, I'll post something on Instagram that then they tell me you should post it on OnlyFans. So it's in my head, if it gets screenshot, it has to be okay with me to be seen by the world okay because there's not like yeah like there has been for like a lot more money some other stuff and like it it took me like six months though like i haven't right off the bat i was like okay i'm not like showing anything and like it was really great and then i was like yeah whatever like absolutely no like you can't really well it depends like i'm not gonna give it all away yeah there's some stuff that i've like crossed not crossed the line because i know where my line is yeah. Um, but it's all, like I said, if it gets screenshot, I'm okay with it. And so how does, it has to be in my head, you know? And so how does this work? Cause like, I'm literally prepping for this and I'm like okay. talking to a guy and I'm like, I actually go, I go to like, go to your only fans and like, I don't have $20. So I'm not subscribing. <laughs> Sorry. But I, I like go to these only fans. I go to these different accounts and it's like, it just shows you like, it's like a bio. And like, I guess if you don't subscribe, it just like, shows you these like lock screens and it's like, it shows you how many videos and how many photos there are. And so like, do they pay per photo or is it like an Instagram where like, if I pay $20, I get to see your feed all of a sudden, like, how does this work? Okay. So, um, you pay 20 bucks, you see like the 423, I don't know, I'm just making up a number around. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. That you see everything I posted. And then, um, what I like to do is I, to my loyal fans that have been there for a while and I send freebies through the messages so that like just photos that normally like people would pay for but the way that you make your money is let's say you log on and you're like oh I want to see this and then I get I send you what you want to see for a price and then you pay it you unlock it OnlyFans takes 20 percent can't remember 20 percent oh yeah it's a lot that's a lot so that's why, uh, like at the beginning, some of the stuff was, I was charging more and now I'm charging less because then more people will buy it. Cause that's, can I ask you it. right now, what's the most money you've made off one photo of one photo. Uh, so the limit is 200 us that they can buy. And one I sold for 800 us. So they yeah. had to tip. And, no, they tipped in three and then I sent it and then he, yeah. So it was, yeah. So they can tip on top of purchasing it. Yeah. Because, um, we were talking and it depends on what it is. Like the, there's just a $200 limit. And sometimes like, I'll be like, Hey, I'm not sending it to you. Like, so there was a guy that wanted a video for 30 seconds and it was pretty like normal. He's like, just say my name and say that you miss me. And I was like, okay, like, I don't know this guy. I was like, Jonathan or I can't remember. Don't say like, Jonathan. That's me. No, give me oh, no. I'm just kidding. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> was, and then he's like, just you know, like say, hey, I miss you. Happy birthday. Blah blah blah. And it was like 250 US. 
And then there's that's a guy. Kind of, can we, can we pause? That's kind of sad yeah. though. Like, do you ever like, there's like some of this stuff you're like, kind of like, oh man, this is like. Dude, I paid, I'm going to see the Rolling Stones for a third time. Like I would pay whatever it took to touch Mick Jagger's ass and to okay. be close to him or to yeah, have him say like a little, hey, Alex, good luck. And I don't know, you know, okay. But it's like, it depends on. I, I mean, I'm not Jagger what, for these uh, look i'm not i'm not king shaming i'm not shaming anybody for what they're into i'm just it's again like i just like there's a lot of people that would be really cool for them to be like hey john happy birthday but like yeah i just don't i don't see me paying any amount of money for it i yeah i don't know what it is like the people like because this sounds like a more intense version of what's it cameo you know what i'm talking about oh yeah yeah where you yeah. used I to never, be able to like not, you used to, you used to be able to hire like uh like it was usually actors that their careers were going downhill and you could oh. get like like some random dude from the yeah. anchorman or whatever to just mm -hmm. like tell you happy birthday and you're like oh i remember seeing that guy um but yeah and so like yeah that's like to me i'm just like oh man that's kind of like he must be a lonely dude if he's like, hey, here's 800 bucks. I need you to tell me happy birthday. There were, there's some that I, and it's, I reply to all the messages myself. And I know that there's services you can hire to have people reply. And I would make more if I did that, but. But that doesn't make it authentic. No, it doesn't. And that's why <laughs> yeah. it took a while to reply to people. And I lost so many followers because I'm so bad at like trying to, like, there's a guy and he told me like his whole life story and I was like oh my god so I definitely put like all my energy into it and I oh, can shit. say I do work for my money it's crazy that it's like I mean I wouldn't it's, it's stupid amounts if you spend time with it yeah um but yeah like I don't get the I mean I'm not judging but you know there's like weird not weird no they're they're fetishes that I don't understand maybe so then I'm happy that I can at least hey here's my speed skating suit because you like lycra that's oh man welcome to the cycling world because that has been a hot topic of the fucking cycling world i've yet to make it in cycling because no man no grown man has asked me for my chamois yet um oh, <laughs> that seems to be a thing um which i'm not going to mention any names because we did a whole podcast on it and i had to cut it out because this individual oh, this individual yeah. was going to ride for a national team and i couldn't put it on but it's it's a funny one and it's a conversation for another day but i again have you been asked that already like you've been asked for like um, your speed skate suits and, and i've sold skating suits but um that's i don't think that's creepy like i've been asked for my underwear a lot of times i never sold them but if i did now i'm there's they, i've just seen everything like i've been yeah. sent I've, but that has yeah. to be like that has to be mentally wearing um because you're kind of playing like therapist and then you're also like you're i can compartmentalize really well though because i'm really good okay. at like as an athlete too like I, I remember having ridiculous like arguments with my ex where like at seven o'clock in the morning then i have to go train and compete and like i knew how to be like shut it off and i became really like a psycho like a little <laughs> like just so good at compartmentalizing to where I'm just, you know, I walked in the oval doors and I was there to do a job and I would win races and I would do well. And then I would go and cry in the bathroom after because I'd be like, oh my God, like, just am I locked out of my house tonight? Like, yeah. it was pretty fucking crazy. Yeah, and that sounds insane. So with this, like I have, you know, like an hour a day or two hours a day if I have more time and I'm 
emailing and I get into it and I like have conversations and I, I do enjoy it. I just need to actually sit my ass down and do more of it because yeah, I just bought some expensive wheels. <laughs> I need to pay for them. Savage. So you're living, you're living only fans to only fans paychecks at this point. Like you're just, like- um, I'm yes. And I'm also, I'm a personal trainer. So I'm writing programs for people. And I feel like I truly like I'm, which do you actually- like more? Oh, I like both because I like how I, I changed a hundred percent, not a hundred, like I became more comfortable with myself and like, and sexually in a way too, which is really interesting. Cause I thought I was like, I don't know, like I'm pretty open-minded and like easygoing and I can talk about anything. And then this kind of forced, like I never showed my, like I'm my, like Alex, my ex, um, not the crazy one, but you know, he would be like, Oh, babe, send me a picture. And I'm like, no, I'm not sending anything to anyone. Yeah. Meanwhile, here I am now, like on OnlyFans being like boobies. No, there's no yeah. boobies. Like, you know but like yeah so it's interesting because i like i don't know i like both because i like that part you know like how i'm not i don't know what the word is but and i like working really hard to figure out like i have clients that come with like a broken shoulder so i know you can't do that 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 and that lift so then i'm like hmm how can i be creative and change to make you strong to achieve what you really want and i really like that i have the knowledge i can back that up with um so I like both it's just different have you have you ever worried about your safety like no but there was one time (laughs) yeah like I'm just like I'm just trying to think of like some crazy dude who just finds out where you live and is like I'm a subscriber because how many messages are you responding to like how many people are you responding to on only uh right now so I'm getting through them I still have 150 on red dead and so do they have to pay to send you a message or can they just send you a message and then that's where the negotiation And they get mad at me when I don't reply, which is what's happening right now. So oh. if I made the account free, they would have to tip anything above a dollar to send me a message, which I was debating doing. Uh-huh. But then I was like... That was a question. Somebody asked that question. Somebody was like, isn't this the girl that has our free OnlyFans? And I was like, I don't know. Is that a thing? Uh, I, I was debating making it free, but I think I would keep it at 20 because I don't want everyone to have access to everything because there is some stuff that I can never post online like publicly and I'd rather have people paid to see that yeah uh, we got to dive into these questions here soon too okay um but yeah no that so this is this is insane so like and so you have so you have to respond to these people and they get upset with you if you don't respond to them and like I guess more or less like are you notified like do you get like an email that's like oh Dave sent you a message like so I don't, which fans. is weird. I don't okay. at all. It's only when I log in. And I have been really overwhelmed the last few months with the whole Girona move and decisions and finding coaches. And so I kind of put it on hold for three months and I felt really bad. So I went back and I, I subscribed to them, which gave them a free, um, free access to me for a month. Okay. So to make it up and they're generally all really nice. I just, I feel so bad. And it literally, like, it's a conversation I have with, a couple of people in my life they're like did you do did you reply and I'm like ah no I gotta do it and I'm yeah. I got I need to stay more on top of it because really that's actually what's paying the majority of my bills right now wow so. okay can I is it a livable salary it's crazy can you talk like, about it or do you not want to talk about it it's totally um, okay if you don't want to talk about it okay. but because here's the thing how- I watch these like Logan Paul things and they're like, oh, how much did you make on it? And it's like, this chick's like, oh, I made a million dollars in a month. And like, 
if you made a million dollars in a month, I feel like you'd be like, yeah, I made a million dollars in a month. But I would still be cycling no matter what. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, okay. The first month in April of last year, uh, what I took home was, I think, 8,300 US. And then I just haven't done it as much. And that's like when you were like, okay, I'm on top of this. I was like, I want people, like I want, yeah. And I was replying and I was on top of it. Holy shit. I am very not on top of it. But hold on, with that being said now, in the last two weeks, I'm on top of it now. So now I'm like posting every day because I see stuff and I'm like, oh, you know, like I'll get in the shower and I'm like, oh, I like the way my abs are in this lighting and I'll just take some strategic photos and I'll post them. Cause I'm like, fuck, like I can't post that on my story. I wish I could post that on Instagram, but then like some people just totally reported me and I don't want to lose my account. So. Okay. Mm. Holy shit. So, and so. Yeah. But it's, it's gone. Like, the money's gone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. And so about $8,000. So you're probably averaging out somewhere close to like 5k a month now. If I did the work, it would be around that or more. Wow. I just have to do it, but I have so much debt from skating. Like I owe, like it's stupid because the last two years before the Olympics, um, yeah, I have some like bad skating debt. So I'm paying that off slowly. All right, guys. Like, well, subscribe, here. subscribe to our OnlyFans or just send her something on Venmo and say thank you um, for skating and being, being a mad dog. All right, let's dive into these questions. We're going to dive into these questions. Um, cause we had, we had a few and I was kind of worried that you were going to share it and I was going to get some dude that should be like, marry me. Uh-huh. Oh, there are marriage questions, but, yeah. and I do want babies, but not with, I think anyone that's, I don't know. Yeah. That's, that's hitting you up. on um, Well, there you go, guys. If you want. I've been waiting for my dream man that if rides you... bikes and likes dogs and coffee. So if, right, if, if, if you want <laughs> Alex, you need to just move to Girona and hope that you stumble upon her and don't tell her that you moved there to see her because that's probably close to stalking, guys. Um, all right, here we go. Best snack to grab from the jumbo. I don't know what that means. But from jumbo, oh, it's probably okay. Oh, that's uh, a European question, huh? That's a European. Okay. Oh, I think I know who has that. <laughs> I yeah. I think is it Katya? No, this is uh, this is Marcel. Oh, Marcel. Okay. Oh, yeah. He's a mechanic. Really nice guy. Oh, a different Marcel. Okay. Yeah. Uh, tell Marcel that my favorite snack from Jumbo in Holland is the boliches, like the sausage little balls that come in. They're two euros and 39 cents. And you they're know that to a T. You know that to a T. The only thing I ate. <laughs> Heck yeah. And then how much gossip about NVDP is there in the skating community? Did people even care? Do you even know what oh. I mean? Indeed. Matthew Vanderpool. Matthew Vanderpool, yeah. Uh, no, but my ex Alex was like obsessed with him. It was really funny. Was he a speed skater? He was a cyclist. He was also I... old. He was forty-seven, so he like knew the whole cycling world. No, but was Matthew Vanderpool a speed skater? No. Oh well, then what does this mean? How much gossip would there be about him in the speed skating community? I don't know because I know he loves his girlfriend and she's really awesome, and there's nothing like that in there. Huh. I know there's like, yeah, I'm not going to get into it. But. Oh, I guess there's some sort of gossip that I don't know anything about. No, um, there isn't with, no. And then, yep, the classic. I literally have five of these that are, um, will you marry me? And then I have, 
have five of these. Uh, how much money do you make off one OnlyFans photo, which we've already answered? Okay, so, so the average goes for like nine ninety nine. Nine ninety nine, and that's like nine dollars and ninety nine cents, or nine hundred ninety nine dollars. Nine dollars and ninety nine cents. And that's just like. And sometimes I'm like, oh, here, have three for ten bucks instead, because I feel good about it. I'm don't like, care. Yeah. Yeah. And these are, and like you said, you don't do anything nude, so it's just like photos that are borderline community guideline no nos on Instagram. There, there are nudes, and then they just have to be strategic about what they want, and then they have to pay like the full price. But not nothing like very. They're they're like super classy. Okay. Like I've been asked everything, and there's no way I'm gonna like. All right. Like, like you know stuff like that where I'm like no like that's gross, like just I mean if they want that like I show them that I I have an artsy brain I can't help but like use it, you know like okay. lighting and like so then they love it which is weird because. I'm like, oh, okay. If you're settling for that, yeah. So I got, I got two, <laughs> I got two questions now. <laughs> and you, <laughs> you don't have to answer this one, like, because I said I wouldn't ask, like, because I don't need names. <laughs> mm -hmm. But has anybody subscribed to you? You're like, I know that guy, or oh, my friends' dads have, Whoa. and they use their names. And then I'm like, huh, I'm not going to your house for dinner anytime. And soon. you can, and you can see names because they use their names. Because they didn't know. Whoa. Yeah. And I was like, okay. Do you tell your friends? I, you like, Yo. I was like, oh my God, you know who just signed up? So your friends' but dads. There's only guys that were in Vancouver that were dads that I knew that I'm like, this should not be happening. And I knew what was happening because they were cyclists. And I was like, okay, great. So the whole bike shop, no. Sama bum bum. Oh, wow. And then. <laughs> Dude, this is nuts. It's so <laughs> And so. My next question for you is, um, cause, uh, I don't know who sent this. I think, I think my roommate or my Madison partner is the guy who sent this to me. He's like, dude, you can sell, uh, feet pics online. Like there's an actual specific website. And I'm like, yeah, I've heard of OnlyFans. And he's like, no, 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 no. There's feetfinder.com. And so has it, and, and maybe it's a bandwidth thing for you right now, or you're just like too busy, but have you seen that? And have you ever been like, and is there a mark? Do you actually believe there's a market for feet? Uh, so I, I only learned this through OnlyFans. There is a market for feet. feet <laughs> I only learned this through OnlyFans. I didn't know about the Foot Finder, which I'm now going to Google. It's footfinder.com, so check it out. Amazing what and, people come uh, yeah. I do sell, I have like a automatic welcome message that comes when you sign up and it says there are 10 bucks for this, 15 bucks for foot package, 54 half a nipple i'm kidding um shit you have a whole fucking menu i have a i have a, it's called i learned it's called a tipping menu so sometimes like i'm gonna start doing it again once a month where i post like a photo of something and i'll have a new one and then first come first serve and then once i delete it it's gone so do you have like a do, like have you talked with like other only fans creators of like how to do this or did you just fucking i just followed a bunch of women and i learned and then i saw what they were posting and then i was like okay well i can't post that did you subscribe um, to any you were like okay this is what they do this is what they don't um do. i paid for one that was a fitness one because i was more interested in her fitness stuff mm -hmm. um and then she was posting and i was like yeah like they're all pro done like i like that i take everything myself like i don't have someone else taking my photos um they're all on my iphone and like so i learned literally through like okay what do they do and now it's just that like i'm not 
it's they're pretty like out there i don't know yeah i'm not like that but like i like i learned about like the tipping menu i learned how to you know you do polls then so more stuff like what i can post out there like there was one at one point where for a week people could buy to i could be like their um because i saw another girl do it so i did it like their imagine not imagine your girlfriend but like to text them every good every morning and every night and that's it just say hey morning hope you have a great day and at night hey sweet dreams and people like paid for that and like I had I sent was sending like three texts a day to whoever signed up for that and like I would send photos of like if I was out for a jog I would just genuine like just like a like if like if you were texting your friend like hey what's up I'm out running yeah like Like because if if you they're paying to be your friend almost yeah and so I did that and yeah like that paid my rent for the whole year fuck me dead that's insane interesting. it's interesting to see because i don't look at myself like i'm just me okay yeah i know yeah yeah, yeah. i don't own a hairbrush i just you know like I yeah, you fixed it you fixed it like seven times on this, no, this podcast and i don't like it right now anyway. <laughs> but you know like i'm just i would definitely hang out with some of these people because like i'm like i talk to them and i'm like oh my god like i just want to hug you but like okay i can't do that but you know what i mean like i'm yeah. just I'm just me. Well, like, see, and that's what that was. What I was about to ask, like, has there ever been one you're like, man, if only this guy, this guy might have actually been my guy if he didn't subscribe to my OnlyFans. Oh no, because I don't know. They're no. They usually I ruin it pretty like quick. There's, I've met some interesting people on social media, like especially on Instagram. So I see their face and I know who they are. Yeah. Um, but I also have my friends at home, and I, you know, like if I'm dating someone or whatever, then I know who they are from before kind of, I don't know like it's so yeah social media is kind of creepy actually like I, much, I have requests so. on Instagram from people and I'm like no yeah yeah <laughs> I would not go for coffee with you I'm yeah sorry. see and that's and I, I don't know who I was telling this wait story. hold on I would say though there have been like I posted a couple days ago that i'm looking for like girlfriends to go paddle boarding with in austria and stuff and like if women wrote i would 100 percent like they could be creeps i and i wouldn't know it but like i would say yes to girls to go for coffee and hang out because i want more like feminine energy in my life because that makes sense this probably well literally you have about 23 i'm gonna say 22,000 uh because you have 23,000 followers you have 22,000 dudes that follow you and so that's yeah i want male like, energy hang out with like chicks more i have my All right, guys there you go ladies this is your call i'm this too manly if i'm you're too in austria, like, <laughs> if you're in austria if you're in austria if you're in toronto if you're in Girona, just bug her please slide in her dms and if she, if it gets pushed to the back let me know i'll make sure it gets pushed <laughs> to the front um because she just needs some homies i just um, want like cool homie chicks that are not afraid to like you know like i want like kick-ass people not like oh my god i broke my nail no like yeah. i don't mean that shit well like fucking let's go do shit you'll you know? find that you'll find that in the cycling world for sure but okay, good. I'm anyways good. i'm not gonna keep you all day because i can i can keep talking to you about the only fans and like <laughs> you getting started in that. i think that's i think it's fucking insane um but is that uh, weird? I mean, no, I no, I don't think it's weird. And that's the, the reason why I wanted to bring you on. And I've been thinking about like, how do I bring a person on that has this kind of content? And 
Because I think you could normalize it, right? Because I think OnlyFans, correct me if I'm wrong, it was started solely to like for fitness trainers and stuff to have like paid for content where, mm-hmm. and then it just got taken over by other influencers and then people started pushing the boundaries and then people are weird, like the people that are buying photos. And then it's like, you know, you go to look at this ab video. Like, let's say you posted an ab video. And next thing you know, he's like, can I see your big toe, please? I'll give you 20 bucks. It has happened. There you go. And Jesus Christ. And so, <laughs> dude, I can't. And so, um, and then on top of that, like there's, um, there's like, um, you know, the, the, the people selling clothes and the people selling, like people just want t-shirts. And so like, yeah, I think, I think with OnlyFans, like the original creation of that was for fitness. And there's, there's a video on, or on, um, on, on Instagram that got sent to me the other day. And it's like this girl, she's standing and the guy comes up to her and he's like, Hey, how much would you sell your underwear for? And she's like, what? Like, I wouldn't sell my underwear. And he's like, $500. And she's like, well, I mean, I guess. And he's like, $200. And she's like, I mean, yeah, like I would sell, I would sell it for $200. And he's like, $100. And she's like, yeah, yeah. And then it was like $5. She's like, look, I don't even care about my underwear. If you want it and give me five bucks, whatever. That's cool. And it's funny. He's like, he's like, it's funny how fast like people will cripple for five bucks. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And so like, I think it's like kind of like that same thing in the sense of like, you know, we're sitting here thinking like, oh, I would, what would I would never sell a photo of my feet. Yeah. It's like, yeah. so if some dude hit me up right now, you hearing this fellas, if you hit me up or girls, you hit me up right now and you say you pay me 10 bucks for a picture of my feet, even five bucks, I'll give you my Venmo cash app right now. I'll actually put it in the link in the description below. Like, <laughs> I, I love my care. followers. They're honestly, they're very respectful and they're, I haven't, I've, only blocked one guy once but they're all genuinely nice like they're like hey we we want to be respectful you know not like so they're they they know that it's not just some robot behind the screen which thank you guys if you're subscribed yeah thanks for being human oh yeah and thanks for listening to my podcast this is probably the podcast i wanted to come to but thanks for listening (laughs) but anyways before i let you go um i asked this question with everyone um, if you could have a cup of coffee with one individual, dead or alive, who would that individual be? Why would you have a cup of coffee with them? And then how would you take your coffee? Okay. Uh, that's an easy question because it's all I think. Well, not all I think about. I used to think about it all the time. So, <laughs> hmm. Okay. I'm, yeah. Okay. Diane Keaton. Okay because I had the biggest crush on her since 2003 when Something's Gotta Give came out. And I liked that she wore a tuxedo on the red carpet at the Oscars. And I was like, who is that? And that's, that totally changed my life. I would love to have a coffee with her. I would have what I usually have, which is a cortado or a, well, I guess I'd have a cappuccino. I know she'd have an Americano. I'd definitely buy her coffee. And I love the vibe. You're like, I already know what she's gonna have. It's okay, I got (laughs) her. Maybe I'm a little creepy. I used to write her letters when I was 13. Never replied. <laughs> oh, savage. Um, and yeah, just because she shaped who I became with as a young adult because I saw that women could be different and I didn't know what impact that would have for wearing that suit on that red carpet. Totally just changed everything. 
Well, hell yeah. Well, hopefully some women listen to this podcast and they're like, I can be different or I can do what I want. And here's the thing. Being different is sorry to interrupt. No, you're good. Where ever it's so boring to be like I'm vanilla sometimes and it's, it's okay, but just have something that's yours. It's don't be afraid to be different. Like, cause you know, like I said earlier, like I grew up, I literally had no friends because I shaved my head. I was like (laughs) art student doing running club. And then only after the Olympics, all these girls that I wish I had as friends from high school were like wanting to be friends. And I'm like, where were you when I needed you? And I'm so glad that I was the way I was because the friends I have now are like, I have three really good friends and I would not change that for anything. And you really attract the people and the energy in your life that is good for you. And that's meant to be by being like a fucking weirdo. Like I am. And I would never, yeah. Hell yeah. No, I think that's sick. No. And I think that's a good place. So just like even, even be, so hopefully there's some people listening to this podcast that kind of get something out of that. It's like, Oh, I can be out of the box and you don't have to fit into the social norm or into society to, to be accepted. So I think that's dope. Um, but anyways, guys, if you haven't already, please make sure you hit the subscribe button. Uh, go follow Alex down on the link in the description below. Also, if you want to go check out her OnlyFans, the link will be in the description below as well. I'll give and a she- subscription. Uh, I'll give a. I'll do a deal for the next week for uh, twenty five percent off. Heck yeah! So twenty five percent off because of this podcast, yeah. and also um, she's an artist as well. We didn't get to dive into that as much, but she makes really cool fucking shirts. So go check that out. She does them every once in a while, and she like posts them up online. They're really sick. She loves Porsches. So go check that out. Um, Other than that, guys, we'll see you next time. Peace.